0: Make it sound so simple. Man. You,
1: you're pretty good at that, though. Whenever I've seen you on the fly, you're pretty good at that. She so just it, let it roll. But
0: there. there's a there's a there's a microphone right here. Um, and I'm serious. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm okay. trying.
2: In May of 2020, the citizens of Richmond, Virginia, took to the streets to protest racial inequality, police brutality, and the monuments to Confederate generals that line our historical streets and city parks. As a result, African-American artist and community activist Hamilton Glass chose to create a public art project that brings together artists from different cultural backgrounds to paint murals that start conversation and heal the divides between us. That project is called Mending Walls.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Hamilton Glass. I'm an artist and the creator and founder of Mending Walls. Mending Walls is a public art project here in Richmond, Virginia, that puts together artists from two different backgrounds to create murals that inspire empathy and connection. So we have 16 walls, and we're just getting into that process. We just finished uh, mural number four. And this podcast will get into the stories and the collaborations of all of the artists and their work. So today I have Matt Lively here. Thanks for being here, Matt.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so I'm. A, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. I'm a. I'm a frequent collaborator with you, so I know. But I, and I know a lot about you. But I'd love for you to introduce yourself and let us know what you do here in Richmond.
1: I am an artist as well. I do murals, mostly because of folks like you, Hamilton, who I saw doing murals, and it looked like fun. Before that, I was a gallery artist and just painted pictures and put them in galleries in the hopes that people would see them but what I noticed was murals are seen by way more people and everyone even if they didn't plan on seeing them so I liked that sort of exposure where I could say something to everyone ex- instead of just saying something to the elite fancy people that go into galleries. The murals though uh, is. is enables me to gather an audience and what you and I talked about when we first met really was I wanted to do murals so let me talk to Hamilton. Hamilton wanted to get into galleries so he wanted to talk to me and we both had information to share and that's pretty much how we got to know each other.
0: Absolutely it's it's been like a true collaboration ever since right?
1: Yeah it's been great you're one of my best friends. Hamilton.
0: <laughs> Same here man. Um, so you're really here today because, and you probably don't know this, but you were one of the people who kind of put me into this mindset uh, about Mending Walls and the organization of Mending Walls and, and how this happened. And that came from a conversation that we had on one of my bad days <laughs> during the uh you know the week that george floyd was murdered and i can remember i was i was doing a mural over at uh overby shepherd which is a a richmond public school and just just really being like i didn't feel like doing the mural uh so like it was good to like get out the house and do work but we were also actually collaborating on another project all in together Mm -hmm. which was created out of the pandemic and not being able to be close to anyone to do projects. We created all in together, which is this, this project that lets people download coloring sheets and then scan them and put them back. And they, all those coloring sheets come back together. So we were talking a lot and I think I, I, I just called you for business and you, again, is this is a theme, you know, we started having this long, a long conversation as probably everyone did at that, that week, that week it was, you couldn't get on the phone with somebody without having a hour conversation. And you asked me how I was. And I just was, I just was honest with you. And was like, this, this, this sucks. This is not, this is not cool. And then I told you not for the reason that most people think, which is like, Hey, this racial injustice thing is happening, but more so for the reason of, Everybody just now waking up to racial injustice, like my 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 frustration about that. And uh, we had a really good conversation in that conversation. You really started talking to me about how that was different and why at this point in time was different from you. And so one of the things that you said in that conversation that really struck me was how You know, you had family members and friends who were now calling you in this. And and because there was a video now that showed that that you kind of immediately felt bad for not believing the other instance, other instances that this kind of racial injustice happened. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to kind of like let people into that conversation and see what you thought about that, because I don't think I've ever I've said that to you before. I don't think I've said that. Hey, that this conversation was one of the stems
1: of mending walls to me. Well, you, you actually mentioned it shortly after the conversation, really uh-huh. quick, and even at the end of that conversation, you you thanked me for for clarifying uh, because of. Uh, what you were wondering about you were wondering why so many people were upset and because to you it was just another instance of what happens all the time yeah and i was able to explain why this one was different and then i had to confess the fact that i've i've been told and i've even been told by you that it's happened this time and this time and this time but because of that I had heard about the things as well, the, you know, the the shootings and stuff. But I was always on just autopilot, pilot from you know, just in just deep inside my brain. Like, well, I mean, he had a sandwich on him that had aluminum foil, so it could have looked like a gun. And he was reaching for this or reaching for that, and and all, all this. So there, so there was an autopilot in me that made it so that there was some kind of justification because I could not bear to think that there the, of the horror of someone just just killing somebody um, b- because they could yeah. and, and my it's it was as if my brain wouldn't let me do it but then when we had the eight minutes and 46 seconds to watch there was no there was no mistakes there was no justification. There was no, well, you know, maybe, you know, there was nothing. There was several minutes. And if, you know, and while, even while I was watching it, I was thinking I I couldn't, I couldn't do that to a dog. And then people around watching, I was like, it it really took, it really all sunk in, not just to me, but other people too. It was, there was no mistaking at this time. And with one hand in the pocket uh, sunglasses up on the head. It was just so casual, and th- that's why everybody woke up this time. And I felt terrible because I remembered all the things, all the instances that you told me. I remembered the instances that other people told me that I just said, nah, it's not like that because we've talked about that before yeah, yeah. Uh, with toll booth operators and police behind us. You know, we, we both talked about the fact that when there's a police car behind us, I'm scared. And you said you were scared, and um, I said, "Yeah, okay, we're both scared. Of course, we're both scared." Yeah, yeah, But I was scared of getting a ticket, and you, you, you said best case scenario you get a ticket, and that's the difference. And I thought of that during the eight minutes and forty six seconds that he wasn't. Yeah. T- he wasn't scared about getting a ticket. He was scared by getting shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I and so you, you're you. You always tell really good analogies, and I think that. The analogy you just told about the ticket was really one of those things that like started flipping the switch and like making my day better, if that makes any sense. And it was because like I didn't even realize that. Like Again, we're both, we both are saying the same things. We're scared, right? We're scared. But I'm not realizing, oh, you're just scared because you're gonna get a ticket, right. if that makes any sense. Right. And I'm saying, no, I don't know what's gonna happen. When this guy, you know, there it's, it's no like, hey, am I going to get a ticket? I'm definitely getting a ticket, but am I going to get killed, too, if that makes any sense? But that started putting me in the mode of, like, of that empathy and started putting me in the mode of, wait, hold on. We come from two different backgrounds. We're conditioned two different ways. We have two different perspectives on life. And I started thinking about it, like. There's so many people out there screaming black lives matter and there's you know there's other people screaming the complete opposite of it right but they really mean two different things even though they're screaming the same thing that doesn't mean that they're actually talking about the same thing and that started making me think about think about us really having conversations and really kind of digging deep into what we really mean, like actually having conversations about what we really mean and being open into it. And it it started also having me think about the gravity of the time that we're in. Right. And so much to the point that I was like, wait, wait. When I got off the phone call with you, I was like, wait, wait. So there are people that feel like Matt right now. Like there are people who whose perspectives are changing. And I'm, I'm not saying a 360 or 180 or anything like that, but are are even just a little bit questioning where they were yesterday, if that makes any sense. And I got to tell you, like I, that, like I you probably saw it in my social media. I immediately started posting old work that you know, that spoke to something. And then that work was way more popular when, than when I first posted it, because of the gravity of the times and where we were. And that's and I also have to say, like that's one thing that I've always dreaded about. Oh, dreaded is a is a hard word, but I, I guess I have to I have to say that about being a a black artist, if that makes any sense. And I and I I choose those words, cringing, but I say that, but. It's because I know that everyone, the majority of people, are not catching my perspective. I think that usually when I'm putting work out that talks about the black condition, most people aren't catching that perspective, if that makes any sense.
1: Probably not, not and I, I don't even know how it would be possible, re, re, really. I think that the, the, we can learn as as much as we can, and that that's what— yeah. That's what I like to do, just in general, but more so, uh, since all this has happened, is, is I'm way better able to listen. And when you came up with Mending Walls, where it would be conversations, especially two different people who are stuck on a wall yeah. for for days and days, I mean, you know, you and I voluntarily Put ourselves in walls together, yeah. and we would get to talking about all kinds of things. And if, if you you found that um, you know I was just a just a goofball who liked sports and uh, this and that. And you just recently learned that I had a brother for some reason. Um, <laughs> and I learned about um, y- you and what you're into, and it turned out we're you know we're just the same dudes, just from different yeah. places, really. Yeah.
0: The, the way I'm saying that, though, I, I kind of just mean that being, being a minority and putting out minority work, I'm cringing, but <laughs> being a minority, putting out minority work, sometimes you feel as though your audience, the majority of your audience is not getting you, if that makes any sense. And that can be tough. And I think that's where the, uh, you know, we also cringe when we say black artists. Or I also cringe when I say black artists because I'm talking about a condition that everyone can't can't feel, if that makes any sense. But you have to do it because it is, it is literally in your soul. The, some of the best work that I've created has been kind of from that place, from that place of, I just want to paint what I want to paint. And... This is where I'm from, so I'm going to paint that. But I also know that most people can't feel it. can't like absorb Do, it
1: you get you get a sense of it though I, I think when when it really is from from deep in your gut and it's not uh, an image that's like pandering or something or yeah. or even just just sort of angry when it really comes from your gut, it doesn't matter. I think a no matter who it is especially if it's good work i mean it, it the images that pack a punch those are the ones that that seep in and mean something to everybody maybe not right away and actually probably it's a disservice for it to be right away because then you just say oh okay it's one of those and walk <laughs> yeah. on it's better if uh you know a lot of a lot of your images do that you know sink in and especially the mural stuff where you see them over and over you, you know you get to see it and see it again and see it again and it's, it's sinks in and it becomes you know beyond um, black art or any anything like that it just becomes it just becomes art you know right. and, and I, I cringe too when I hear that you know black art is black black art because you, you don't hear I've never been described as a white artist. Right, right. Um, it's, I'm just an artist, and um, it would be great if we could get beyond. Be great if we could get beyond that because I think it's, I think it's stupid.
0: <laughs> well, I think I mean it, it reflects society, right? It's it's kind of like this social construct.
1: I know, but art shouldn't be a part of that social construct. That's, that's a
0: good point. I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you there. But anyway, so so we're getting to do a mini wall together. Oh uh, yeah. A, and a lot of people, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people don't like that because we collaborate so much and this project hmm. is about <laughs> and this project is about going with somebody you haven't gone before. But before you go, bef- but but I think it's super appropriate because I again, this conversation kind of started with you. And me selfishly, I I picked you because I want to finish that conversation through public art.
1: Yeah, I, and I would like to too. I mean, we yes, we've worked together before. However, like I mentioned, you didn't know I had a brother for some reason. <laughs> um, I didn't know you had a brother either, yeah. uh, which is bizarre because I was tracing back to the things we've talked about. You know, it's it's you know we literally we always talk about art stuff specific yeah. art ma- materials and decisions and then football yeah. and that's sure. that's about it that's about it yeah yeah so now we can get into we are you know the topic of discussion is something else I mean we might sprinkle in some football if it yeah. you know if it comes up but now the we gotta the, have the focus will be the the conversation at hand, and I, I don't. Um, I'm sorry that you're getting grief uh, for working I know, with me, but it's all right. I just think that people think
0: we're cheating a little bit, but but again, I think as well. I, I'm doing. I'm the one who made the decision.
1: Who says for cheating? <laughs> 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 Whatever. No, I, no. no. I, I'll work for anybody listening. I'll work with you too. Okay. <laughs> Hamilton probably will too. Yeah, ex- exactly. We, we we will work with uh, anybody that wants to work. You know. I work with anybody. You will too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. But so,
0: so when you first heard of Mending Walls, besides the sigh of Hamilton, really, you're going to pull out another project right now when we're busy <laughs> with uh, All In Together. What did you think? Like, did you did you think I was crazy? Did you think?
1: Uh, uh, no, uh, n- n- no. Besides another project, <laughs> I thought that Mending Walls on its own was really a really fantastic idea super smart the timing was perfect and it was just what i thought and i've always thought we needed a a place where we can talk without getting in trouble without getting angry you know just just an honest discussion and then time to do it you know because the structure of a mural especially a collaborative mural you have to be there sometimes even on the same lift you know, you can't can't get in a fight up on top of a lift. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you're forced to to listen to the person, and then they will listen to you. And it's really great. It's like going like on some retreat somewhere in, in the middle of the woods where you're yeah. you're forced to talk to this. It lives That's together. a great way to describe it. You, you have to help each other and you have to, um, because there's a common goal of finishing this mural, and sometimes it's hard. We might rather be out in the woods. But <laughs> <laughs> because uh, sometimes the murals are grueling and it's difficult and you have to make decisions and you have to work together. And there's a lot of time just to, just to talk. And with the focus of the talk being about this, I, th- I think a lot of good things can come out of it.
0: Right. And let that conversation kind of ripple on through the city from the art. It's like a way of not forgetting that this happened.
1: That was one yeah. of the things we talked about is how um, the, this this will go away. Pe- people are mad. Uh, the, they'll yell. The, the protests will turn into uh, breaking windows. There'll be arrests people will only remember the breaking of the windows yeah. and then next week there'll be some other news story and we'll go on to something else and then it'll just repeat time and time and time again the difference with this one is that there's instead of broken r- windows and the evidence of uh, all of the, the 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 protests and stuff like that there'll be this mural that will be there and the mural represents this collaboration rather than this destruction i just thought it was a genius idea yeah yeah
0: also I really had this image of my head when I was thinking of this of just like all of the tags and the graffiti on you know and the voices on the wall that people put of you know something like f twelve and stuff like that and a cab and all that stuff like that stuff just being power washed over you know like kind of a race erasing of the of the protests and the and the in the, in the and the frustration in the streets and instead of again i know people are like hey don't don't take down that stuff or don't get rid of that stuff but they're going to you know what i mean and instead of replacing that with a nice shiny wall again like everything's great why not further the conversation of what they're really trying to say you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Or, or or yeah, why not further that, that conversation? Um, and so that's why, I don't know, I think this is, this is such a special project. So Matt, yes. thank you so much for uh, spending, coming, visiting me and spending time and to talk about that conversation. I really thought it was really important for people to know about that conversation just because it really did so much for me and coming up with this, coming up with this project, it, I think it also shows how much we didn't know about each other. Yeah, it shows how much you know, you know, different backgrounds we came up came with, and how we kind of didn't even care. You know, and it really doesn't matter. I remember you've always said to me, said something to me when we first did the collaboration, like this should we should make another artist, right? Like mm. we should make you know Matt and him come together, and we make. I don't spam I don't know you know (laughs) something something like that but it and and that that has always stuck with me and I I like to think that was that was part of you know coming up with this too like I I really want to see the artists in this project make something that doesn't look like any of them because we're talking about something that's so much broader But again, thank you for for joining and I appreciate the conversation.
1: Thanks for having me. It's always nice to talk to you. And and
0: Matt, you'll you'll also be back in another episode because we have a wall to to, to create. I can't wait. We're we're in the middle of those hard conversations right now. Mm.
2: (laughs) This podcast was produced by Pam Hervey and Hamilton Glass, with support by Todd Hervey, Whitney Whiting, and George Parker. Mending Walls was created by Hamilton Glass and supported by the Community Foundation for a Greater Richmond and Eltria Group. Information on this project can be found at the website www.mendingwallsrva.com. Please keep listening for details on when and where you can see the one-hour documentary on Mending Walls to be broadcast on public television. You can listen to other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.